everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. Uh, I am your host, Greg Scott, and with me, I've got my two friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. Yeah, so we have Jay Beaverton and we got Irish Giant rocking the set with us tonight. So mm-hmm. tonight's going to be a little different. Uh, it's not going to be our normal show. We're going to just do a, a recap of some of the highlights of 2020 for our show, not the 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 dumpster fire that was 2020 that's its own separate thing mm-hmm. yeah just... beer beer <laughs> glorious like... beer because you know what let's just stick with beer because it's gotten us through this year i like to think well it's gotten me through this year i can say that <laughs> yeah me and me and beer Khalees have been hanging out you know <laughs> getting <it> through. Beer <laughs> so strong so yeah, so this episode, we're going to do uh, some highlights of the year. Uh, this is our first year uh, uh, airing, I guess, airing? Yay! Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I know we, we developed, I know you pre-developed it. We talked about it for a while. But yeah, I think this is a first full year of, uh, of actually putting ourselves out there. Yeah, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do some highlights. We're going to show some uh, beers that we really enjoyed. I won't be lying. I did the fickle finger fate, which is something I was taught by my band instructor, which is basically you, you, you open up your book or your, your, uh, the page that you're looking at, you randomly, you know, roll your finger around, you select something, boom. Oh, episode six. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, it's the first one that popped up. So mm-hmm. highlights, randomness, you know, combination of the three. Yeah, randomness isn't too bad for, especially with 2020. Am I right? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, you're right. 2020 has been a uh, a roller coaster a year, but yeah. it's it's closing out. Uh, it's closing out fast. We're almost mm-hmm. there, guys. Or if you're listening to us in the future, we've made it, guys. Twenty twenty one. Hey, the zombie apocalypse has happened, and you just need this to remind you of the the real pastimes. <laughs> yeah, the real pastimes. You can, you can check it out. Wait, wait, uh, what Starlink for, for Elon Musk, right? That, that'll be in the sky for another five or 10 years. So <laughs> I guess if you're in the zombie apocalypse, you can just tune into that system and maybe still have some uh, internet. Mm-hmm. All right. So let us get into our first bit. All right. We're going to kick it off with our first episode of the night. This is episode nine, IX, because, you know, Roman numerals. This is Back to the Future Pass. Yeah. So what, what beer do we have, Jim? I forget. Uh, actually, this is interesting that we're starting with this one because if you listen to our last episode, A Merry Delirium Noel to All, we did uh, Delirium Noel, which is their Christmas one. This is uh, Delirium Red. This is actually their kind of lambic uh, version of their beer. It's different from pretty much their triple or their quadruple. And it's on the sweeter side, so if you know Lambic. So, yeah, that's the one we went with. I think Irish Giant selected it because it's one of his favorites. Well, sounds delicious. Let's listen. Yeah. Okay. So we're actually going to start with beer because I am dry, and I would like to have something to drink as we do this. So um, right. what kind of beer do we have? Today we have – uh, Irish Giant, tell us what you picked and why. Well, I don't know. It's, it's out in the freezer. I don't have the bottle in front of me. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> luckily, I happen to have. It's beer. Uh, uh, it's uh, Delirium Red. I'll uh, cut in for Peter here. Thanks. Uh, it's a 8.5% ABV. It's a dark red cherry beer made by 
uh, Delirium Tremens. They usually make a gold ale, Belgian style. Uh, it's based on their blonde, but it has a very light pink slash red uh, body, like like uh, color. Very soft aroma. It's very uh, kind of tangy, tarty. It's got uh, a little bit of sweet and sour action to it, but uh, but no, I've had it before. It's really good. It's uh, it's they sell it. I think more people buy it around like the holidays, but I mean you can drink it anytime. I mean it's even 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 in hot times that we're in now in Florida because it's hot already, so you can drink it pretty much anytime you want. Yep, I uh, I first hey, had this beer. Um at a beer fest and I was made really impressed with it. Yeah, like ah, I said, so I'm, I'm the only one who actually has not tried it. Okay. Yeah, well, it was like a number of years ago. So, but uh, yeah, uh, Belgian ale with cherry and elderberry sweetness. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was interesting because uh, I found at my local uh, craft beer store, oh, can. it's a can. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know you said it in a can. But cool. I have not seen it in the, um, in the, what do you call them? Uh, Bombers. Yeah, the bombers, the um, porcelain bomber. Is that right? Oh, it's a. I think it's ceramic. It's I want to say, but I mean, is it? I mean, yeah, you might be right. It may look like. It may, I think it looks ceramic because they have right, it. Yeah, because that's how it used to come back in the old olden days, quote unquote. Yeah, the eighties. <laughs> back in well, it's a while ago. So I want to be reminded of how long ago the eighties were. Yep. All right. Well, here's to you, gents. Well, I'm going to crack mine open, so give me a hot second. Sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh. Foley effects. You don't need those. That's a really yeah. pretty color. It is. It's unfiltered, too, it looks like. Either yeah. That or I, have, I have a really dirty glass, but. <laughs> or you have uh, a filthy, filthy cup. Filthy now. Yeah. No, yeah. I just, I, I just took yeah, very deep red. Basically. Deep yeah. red uh, color. Uh, again, yeah, the pink is going to be on the, the head. Yeah. There. Almost like a yeah. like a frambois, right? Yeah, it does look like, like a lambic. Yeah, lambic. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no, lambic frambois. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, here's to you. Cheers. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's sweet. Yeah. Definitely get the cherry. I don't know get, what elderberry tastes like, so I can't really comment upon that. I don't get the. Your father the smelled. Your father smelled of them. I hear. That is. That is what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, I originally said I didn't think I'd be able to drink the whole bottle, but I don't. I don't know. It's pretty damn good. I yeah, it's it's very. It goes down very very smoothly. It's very soft. So yeah, it's it's like a softer version of like a wine almost, but not not quite. You know, because it's different consistency. But it's it's really crushable. I would say. Cr crushable. Crushable. Yeah, like, crushable. Like what's the fish? Yeah. Like well, Greg, you have the can. You drink it, yeah. then you crush the can. Crush like, and you're guess, done. Yeah. Uh, Hulk smash. Got it. Hulk smash can drunk. So yeah, it's I get um, it's definitely sweet. It's not overpowering. It's it, it reminds me of um, like a, is it a triple? Yeah, it's like if a triple and yeah, triples are baby. sweet. Yeah, I could drink that. I could, and the price point was right too. It was uh, nine ninety nine for the bomber. I don't know what this was. I was not paying attention. I was <laughs> called. I called ahead. Like, do you guys have it? Like, yeah, we got it. Put it in the bottle. I'll be there. Yeah, or the can. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Serving temperature forty-one to forty-five F. That's uh, actually pretty chilled, really. Yeah. Well, again, it's a softer. It's a softer beer, so there's not as many complex 
because I mean, cherry comes through whatever you whatever temperature you're gonna drink it at. Right, it's gonna be a cherry so flavor. It, so it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be warm for you to get the flavors unless you want that. But that's up to the drinker. Yeah, but I like it that it's it's not like the uh, like the artificial nasty cherry that, that tastes like cough medication that that you get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, red tastes, red dye tastes, number five. Yeah, exactly. It tastes like you're taking a bite out of a of a nice dark cherry, you know. That's Belgium. They do it right. Those the Belgians know how to make beer the right way, and they don't they don't mess around. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the Belgium and the beer, uh, there's a show on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's uh, Brew, Bro- uh, Brew Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's on my list. Some of my cute things to watch. It's uh, it's entertaining. It is okay. Good. Yeah, it's like a poor man, Sunny. You know, always mm. in Philadelphia. Like they don't have, but that's that's my interpretation. But they have um. A scene, you know, it's not like a, it's a comedy show. It's like you're gonna give everything away. But these monks yeah. come and, to, and drink beer and stuff at the brewery. And it's, that's what it reminded me of. But, uh, no, okay. Yeah. I know it's made by the guys that did the league on FX. If you ever and the, the league was funny about these guys that do their own. Uh, they do the fantasy football and the, the hijinks they get into. Uh, but yeah, it's it looks it looks funny. I have to check it out when I get a chance. I'm just I don't know, just weird. Weird times we're living in, so I'm just like, oh, more Lego sets in building. Oh, all the Lego sets. <laughs> all the Lego sets. Yeah, yeah. You know, what's the first TV show or movie, if you can go that way, route that you remember them having like a craft brewery, like doing craft beer? What TV? Um, it have to be. Yeah. It have to be Super Troopers, I think, because they did St. Aki. Okay. I maybe Yeah. It might be the first movie. Well, if you want to go to Broken Lizard route, either that or or Beer Fest. No, I'll just go go further, man. Like into the nineties. Oh, you know what? Now I remember. Uh the Drew Carey show. They made their own beer. Buzz beer. Now I remember. Okay. (laughs) They put caffeine and coffee in the beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about well? What about Duff beer? Because then you're going back to the '80s at that point. Duff beer but is Duff generic, wasn't, but Duff wasn't. Duff was supposed to be Bud. Yeah. So uh, Duff was mass produced, so it didn't. I don't think it counted. I it would say as a craft beer. <laughs> Duff man can't breathe. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have my, the the craft label upon it. Yeah, I'll take my flaming mo. That's okay. Flaming Homer, you mean? Flaming Homer, is that what? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because he yeah, created it. Flaming... it. Yeah. No, Mo that's... stole it. Is that what it was? Yeah, and then and then he made the Flaming Mo, and then uh, Homer became this obsessed madman, and then was in the Raptors. It was like, yeah, he his cough syrup. Cough syrup, yeah. Woo, man, that was a tasty beer. I tell it you. was very tasty. So let's keep our our palates going here. We're gonna. We're gonna change it up here. We had a, a red, a delirium red last time. Now we're gonna get some pale ale going on here. What we got, Jim? Mm-hmm. This is uh, the Mega Mix Pale Ale at a brew hub as well, also down in uh, Lakeland, Florida. Uh, it's a pretty good pale. Usually, it's usually it's a little bit more flavorful, but I remember this one specifically because Irish Giant said it tasted like an IPA. He didn't like it, so I don't. I mean, every batch of brew can be different. So maybe it may have been sitting in the can too long. I'm not sure what happened, but it, I liked it. But again, I like IPAs. He didn't. But it's supposed to be kind of middle of the road pale ale with some with some uh, 
the flavorful notes, kind of like more tropical, but, but Irish giant apparently didn't get that at all. No, no. If I if I recall correctly, his face turned into a puckered lemon as he did. Right. <laughs> right. Well, now we get to re-experience that. All right. Cue the music. Here we go. Woo. This is Mega Mix from Miami Brewing. It's a pale ale, not too heavy. It's only about five percent alcohol by volume. The IBU should be somewhere in the middle. I don't know the count off the top of my head. But it's got some should have some free notes. It's pretty. It was pretty popular when it first came out. It still is because a lot of people like this one. Was, was back when I worked in the industry, it sold pretty well. Can art is kind of a throwback to the '80s. Got like a like colorful spray paint yeah. on there. Reminds me of uh, well Miami because of the colors, yeah. right? And then kind of like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm. kind of yeah. yeah. So so other than uh, the lower IBU, what else would you say distinguishes a pale ale from like an India pale ale? Again, well, like like a not not a lack of hops, but uh, there's no, there's less of a hop presence. I think it's more floral than uh, than than some IPAs, but there's, it doesn't have that metallic. Some people don't like IPAs because of the metallic oh. aftertaste that they get. This one doesn't. I don't think this one has that. But you guys can. I've never picked never up on it. Yeah, aftertaste. I don't know. Some people. Uh, my wife has. Hmm. My wife's mentioned that before. It tastes like metal. Maybe it's. I've heard other brewers. Yeah. I've heard other brewers mention metal. Taste. It tastes like too. rust and tetanus. I, no, I, don't, I don't know. That's clean metal. It's like, <laughs> clean it's metal. like steel. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> rusted. All right. So let's uh, <laughs> bust these bad boys open. The only allowed oh, noise. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did it with one finger. That's a Cheers. Oh, yeah. Glasses were brought to pour these into. I yeah. I did. See, you laugh at me for taking my time. Sorry, man. I got the dishwasher. There we go. It's something nice about drinking out of a cup versus a... Yeah, that's great. There's a bunch of floaties in there. Is this unfiltered, I'm assuming? Otherwise, we're looking at rest, rust and tetanus because... <laughs> it's not It's not rust and tetanus. Okay. It's got a nice floral nose to yeah, it. Yeah, it smells like an IPA to me, though. It smells... I get that, that bitter nose. Yeah, that's it just does. Me. It smells pretty... It smells potent. <laughs> I like your face is you know, okay. I'm sorry I thought this would be less harsh on you <laughs> grapefruit first thing I get okay. yeah, that's that. what you're supposed to get on, on a pale ale yeah that just puckered my mouth that was uh, I mean I'll drink it hmm. but oh. actually this is better than I remember being because uh, I'm an IPA guy and it's, and it's more of an IPA than I remember yeah, yeah exactly. this is not a pale ale man yeah. like pale ales are like oh uh, uh, they make a half and half Boddington's no, that's a that's a cream that's a cream ale. ESP no. Well, ESP bitters. bitters, but uh, come on, half and half is Guinness and Harp. No, that's black and tan. What's the half and half? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. <coughs> I don't. I, it's been so long since I've had like like because I used to be big into like snake bites and. I think you had like a cider and like a. I don't know. I've never heard of a half and half. I know black and tan. I've heard of it before. I just don't, it's like a stout and. Well, what's a black and tan? Then? A black and tan is a stout and uh, something else. I don't know. As we scour the internet. <laughs> no, we're not. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, What's that giant thing in your hand that has the apple on the back of it? Yeah, it's a dark beer, a stout and a pale ale. Okay. I mean, yeah, in a pint glass. A yeah. Well, yeah, so I'm, I'm used to, I'm thinking pale ale, I'm thinking that. Hmm. Like ESB. All right, then maybe they, maybe they change up because I haven't had this in a while, so maybe they change up the recipe on me. Well, I'm gonna since I'm already not looking on the internet, I am gonna check out what's the apple the, thing I, say? the, uh, the IB use for this one because uh, I tried, I tried to help. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Let's see. But, uh, but yeah, 50, <laughs> 50 on IBUs. Which Why don't you talk about what an IBU is? So the international bitter units. So the higher up the scale you get, the more of that bitter mouth puckering mm. tartness you're going to get. So something like Budweiser would be like, you know, zero to 10. Probably a negative number, actually. Yeah. <laughs> lack of taste. Yeah, lack of taste. It takes mm-hmm. the taste out of your mouth. And then something like a double IPA would be like... Usually in the hundred, like 78, I've even seen a hundred, but that's like maybe a triple. But that goes, so it's like hundred point scale? Zero to hundred as far as I know. I'd have to look it up. I mean, I think it might, I think it might be right. I swear, I swear I've seen a triple digit one before. Well, a hundred would be triple digit. Again, my, <laughs> again, my memory isn't great either. Yeah, after the first taste was a little After the first much, mouth rape, yeah. Um, but the, the second one, it's, it's. Don't say mouth rape, please. Yeah. yeah I mean, use one to a hundred. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe my palate wasn't ready for it, but mm. now it's been calmed down so. Yeah. The smell and the taste don't match it to me. It smells like it should be a lot tamer, and then you yeah. get, yeah, you mm. get what you get. What you get. But and yeah, I, will I, say, I think that is, that, that's got to be yeast in there. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. And I will say it does look a little bit, a lot more coppery than I remember it. So maybe they did kind of mess with the recipe because it does look because like it looks more like an it does look more like a regular IPA. Yeah, but now that I, now that I know what to expect, yeah, I can I can drink it. Okay, I mean I wouldn't go out of my way to order it, but mm. for somebody who doesn't like IPAs and doesn't like something with a high IBU, I'll 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 drink it. No, and it was free; it didn't cost me anything, so <laughs> you know I can't say no to that. But yeah, but they have other lines like they have a Domino Pilsner, which has like this yellow and the black dots on it, it looks like Dominoes and the. But they have this whole line of, of cans that look pretty interesting. I think they also have like a hazy IPA that comes in four pack tall boy cans, but those are a little more rare to find. Because like this, you can find in any in any place down here that sells uh, Hills Craft beer. Can't find it at Lucky's anymore. Oh, um, too soon. Unlucky. Bass <coughs> Bass English Pale Ale. That's what I think of. Uh, okay, I was a struggle in there. Bass has been around forever. Forever. Yeah. Just a simple Bass triangle. Yeah, Bass and Guinness, yeah, that's Bass right. Guinness, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Yeah, by the way, pro tip, if you're in Ireland, don't order a half and a half. Don't order... They'll stab you in the throat. No, it's a black and tan, right? You can't order a black and tan there is or no such a, a half, Irish carbon. Half and half is just like a general term for half dark, half but you light. But you black and tan. You, you gotta get well, specific. Well, you carbon, but no, because you want to... Well, if you're in Northern Ireland... You can get like a, a Guinness and a harp, because there's going to be two Irish beers, but mm-hmm. the Guinness and a Bass, because that's pasteurization. Because the Brits. Random aside, but related to beer... I think Forbes is doing an article on Google searches basically for beer and like obscure beers or, you know, hard to find craft beers get a ton more searches than like the big three. Coors Bud. And, Michelober. Uh, Miller. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Those are the big three. And it's like 6,000 hits, I think, or something a uh, month, which to me is not a ton of numbers. Well, when you're the champagne of beer, you don't need people to look you up. Well, that's so, what I was thinking. You know. like, well, yeah, if you're looking for obscure beer, then yeah. you're probably have more Google searches, but why would you ever need to search Bud mm. or Miller? Is say, Budweiser a beer? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was interesting, you know, that... Uh, the one interesting I would like to see is like after, because we've got that big thing coming up tomorrow where there are commercials in the middle of it, and there are going to be beer commercials. Oh, is that tomorrow? It's like the the owl thing, right? Yeah, the, the, uh, the, uh, something they're throwing something around on a field, I think, and then they, they, I don't know. It's like it's a bunch it's of men like, chasing each other. It's a really awesome super owl. Yeah, no. I think su- superb superb owl. Something okay, happening, okay. but but yeah, there are commercials that happen in between the superb owl events, 
And they have, the, of course, they have the big three beer commercials, but the biggest one is probably Budweiser. I wonder how much their traffic on their sites go up after those commercials, or do they have any effect on internet traffic? I, I would know. say no. I mean, people already know what it is. Yeah, they're gonna, they'll talk about the commercial, but I don't think it's going to make people rush out and buy. Well, it I can it. see, I can see a spike in YouTube because I yeah. don't always watch this uh, owl thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I a lot of people make, do though. A lot of people make, like owls. Oh no! I, so usually it's a time thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I always make a note. That was good. Day. All right. I, uh, yeah. I was trying to go the next day to go look at YouTube, look at the commercials. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, like all those commercials, the only reason I look at them is because they're entertaining. I don't go look at them like, oh, the product that is mentioned in this is awesome. Let me learn more. Well, you know, other I than just... like shitty JD Powers Associate car commercials, what what commercial actually is a commercial that know. tells you about product? This like, is true. Progressive mm-hmm. has what flow and who talks about random things, and then you have. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what other things you actually watch in commercials. I don't watch TV too much, so I don't really know. Everything I watch is streaming, so uh, I don't know. Uh, streaming like an audio channel. That's a right. podcast. It's true. Yeah. Some people even play podcasts during the Super Owl show. Well, yeah, so when they, they, when they just do... the radio. Because, I mean, there's not much audio to listen to with owls and you screaching. So yeah. just turn the screeching down and listen to a podcast, say, about bourbons or brews or something. If you just need garbage in the background playing, yeah. All right, so any other notes you want to talk about? We talked about the can color, talked about 6% ABV. It's a super heavy pale ale, I think. Mm, yep. Uh, brewed, it's uh, the brews in Miami, but it is brewed in Brew Hub because they have an extension up here. They made a contract with the Brew Hub out of Lakeland, so they just brew it out here and then distribute it. So cool. good local beer. Check it out. It's actually growing on me a little available bit. Available pretty much anywhere. Anywhere in there. Florida? For those who are in yeah. Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the distribution outside of it. Yeah, maybe south, southern Georgia. I, I, actually, I doubt that. I, I think it's just mostly Florida. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks for that. And this is provided by uh, Jay Buchton. Appreciate it. I brought nothing. I you brought your personality. That's true. Giant. And the we ha- appreciate that. And the house yeah. and the air conditioning. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. And the, and, and the uh, cutlery or the glassware? Glassware. Yeah. Yeah, glassware, yeah. Yep. Okay. And the hot wife. That's what they say, charcuterie. But that's, that's not right. There's no charcuterie. <laughs> There's no charcuterie here today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got salami in the fridge if you want some. Mm. But, yeah. And thank you for staying in the fridge, not in your pants. Yeah, appreciate that too. And also, thanks for offering me your meat. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, I tell you, that was a, a fresh mega mix down from Miami. Oh, man. I feel all the 80s colors just in my mouth. Right. And uh, actually, I need to correct myself. It wasn't Brew Hub, it was Miami Brewing. I know they sometimes brew with Brew Hub, but it's Miami Brewing out of Miami. So bad, Jay Beaverton. Bad. Next up. Actually, we have uh, one of my favorites, Crooked Can, which is one of the local ones. It's one of my local hangouts to go to, one of my favorite breweries. Their flagship IPA, the uh, the High Stepper. Yeah, and, and just remember, this is our first episode, Double Lot Zero. So if it sounds bad, well, it was bad. Sorry, but hey, come on, give it a shot. Give it a shot again. Come on, please. Yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> That portion's done. Uh, let's talk about, what do you want to talk about, beer or the bourbon? Beer, probably. I haven't had the bourbon yet, so okay. mine's over well, there. I'm gonna go what are you uh, drinking? I'm going to quietly stand up. Are you going to quietly stand up? All right, Jim, give us a little bit of information. So I got a couple mm. of beers here from Cricket Can, which is down in Winter Garden, Florida. It's mm. a great brewery. They've been open, what, seven, eight years now? Yeah, about that. Yeah. They're on Plant Street. They're part of the Plant Street market. They actually pretty much are the anchor of that. Yeah. I would say that they, the plant street market, I don't think would be there in the form that it is without Crooked Can being there. 
No, because it's interesting because I mean, like ten years ago, there's Jack and all there. Yeah, no, yeah, it was. I mean, it was still like a those old school downtown kind of thing, Florida, like old town towns where it's like, come downtown and see the bicycle shop and yeah. walk a, a few meters and you'll see a uh, 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 a racist themed restaurant maybe. <laughs> By the way, there is a racist epithet for a restaurant. The Moon Cricket Grill. If that's Moon Cricket is still kind of considered by some as a racist. Wait, uh, Moon Cricket is a racist term? Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, they, because the slaves, uh, they would call the slaves that because they were singing at night, and they would call them Moon Crickets. Oh, that's messed oh, up. Oh man! So yeah, wow. I did not know that. The more you know, yeah. The more, yeah, <laughs> the more, the more you know. Imagine the more you know. Rainbow going over your head. Yeah. But uh, but no, it's they moved in there a few years ago. So I said more than two, now almost a decade, I would say now and then. They just revitalized that whole sector of uh, of uh, Winter Garden. It's it's insane. If you're ever in Florida, uh, if you are in Florida, if you're out of state listening to this, definitely visit there. It's definitely worth uh, checking out. Yeah, I think all the other all the other smaller towns in Central Florida kind of try to duplicate emulate what they've emulate done. Duplicate. So, yeah. well, and some of them are working. I mean, there's Hourglass, which is on the east side of town, Longwood. They kind of have a similar thing going. Well, yeah, it's a law. You have to be in a brick building, otherwise you can't be a brewery. Well, either a warehouse. You oh, know, that's true. Former, a former, yeah, somewhat a slash abandoned yeah. military base, something if like that. If you don't that. feel nervous going in, then you're not at a brewery. Right. Yeah. There you go. God, that's how uh, Cigar City was when we first went. Yeah. Man, they were well, just like out there in Ebor. Ebor, yeah, but Ebor is... industrial and there's nothing. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I assume they have a new facility. I haven't been. Oh, yeah, the one off Spruce Street, I think, is the one. They're actually, uh, I heard through another podcast, that they're <laughs> that they're actually revitalizing their tap room right now, so nice. we'll go over there at some point. Have to make a, do, uh, yeah. make a special trip. One of our brewery expeditions, hashtag. Hashtag what? Hashtag brewery expeditions. Oh, hashtag brewery expedition. We'll go around, we'll, we'll, we'll do, um, no, on off shows, we'll do uh, like a small sampling and tasting, and uh, we can talk different about the beers we like. That's cool. Did we actually talk about the beer yet, though? Or was just no, it's that the was the brewery. Okay, yeah, just the brewery. Just making sure. Just making sure. All right, so let's talk about this IPA, Jim. What, what we got here? That's the uh, you're drinking the oh gosh, I, the <laughs> high stepper area. Step I, I, well, I was gonna say McSwagger, but that's the red. That's the amber ale, which yeah. Pete is drinking, and then they have one the McStagger, which I had last night, which is their double IPA. But the high stepper is their flagship IPA. Uh, it's pretty solid. <laughs> Standard IPA, but it's uh, not too overpowering. Uh, it's fairly flavorful, but not, again, like some IPAs just kind of hit you with, like someone threw hops in a can and add some water to it. But these guys actually care about their, uh, <laughs> they care about their beer, so they actually put effort and time into brewing their, their IPA. What is this? Oh, I know you don't like IPAs. I'm going to say, gonna, they, sit, they, they put can, their time and effort into and you can be like, it's assaulting gross. all of my senses. <laughs> That's all right, because I've got... For everybody, uh, the Irish Giant hates IPAs. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the hipster who doesn't drink an IPA, so... What uh, the hell's wrong with him? We don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> it smells go. like dishwater. I'm not going it, to... It's... Yeah, please right. forgive him. He doesn't know what he speaks of. Okay. It didn't make me gag. I could do that. And I do know what I speak of. I come from three generations of alcoholics, so I know... <laughs> That's whis- but whiskey's different from craft beer, though. You can't... It's true, but, you know... Anyways, um, it's drinkable for somebody who hates IPAs. It's, well, it's, it's got a nice drinkable. nose. Yeah. That's a review. It does, it's, not com- it. it's not completely offensive to my senses, but uh, it would not be my go-to choice. Because I haven't tried it for a minute. On the nose, it's definitely, you got the hops, but you also get a little bit of grapefruit. Yeah, a little bit of grapefruit. Uh, a little bit of, a little bit tanginess to it, but again, it's not too, it's not overly powerful because they want... Well, you're, the flat they want to sell it. Yeah, exactly. You 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 <laughs> want to be 
hit as many people as you can with kind of the flavor and not be just you can do that with like the, the offshoots which are like your flavored IPAs or New England IPAs or your double IPA for IPA people that love IPAs yeah so uh, ABV is coming in about 7% you don't really I'm not getting like a heavy alcohol taste on mm-hmm. it it's not like a for 7% it's, it's yeah. hitting pretty well um, it doesn't feel like they put a bunch of sugar in it just to push it out or push up the ABV number I think any beer that you get if it's done right you're not going to taste you might feel it, get the mouthfeel of a higher alcohol content, but I've never like had a beer. I'm like, wow, that's boozy. I mean, that's just me. I don't know about you guys. But. No, it's the same same way. Unless you, that's what you want. Like with yeah. the doubles or the triple IPAs, that's when you get yeah. maybe. The heat. Yeah, I'd say maybe like a thick quad maybe, or something. Yeah, like that's that. quadruples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 triples, quadruples. Yeah, that's yeah. when you get it there. Because they, Crooked Can, they have the the domestic bliss, which is their uh, gold the nail. It's the tr- I think it's triple. It's a triple. It's a triple. Yeah. yeah, that one's that was like a nine point. That you can you can taste the alcohol on that, but you can't. But it tastes, still tastes. It's balanced. It's balanced, but you can still get the heat on that. So I guess that's our next beer. We'll be doing the uh, <laughs> the triple from uh, take notes. I may have already. I may have already finished that crawler I got last night. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> once you open it, I mean, you got to drink the whole thing. It's not good enough, man. <laughs> that's not it is. <laughs> uh, no, you have to. It's only when it's unopened. Once you open it, you pretty much have to consume. It's different with a growler because you can reseal it mm-hmm. to a degree, even though it's still you still that air in. But oh, wait, you're talking about like the keg, the yeah, the growler, keg, keg, keg oh, cans, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you oh. just determine? Well, yeah. you say what a growler is versus a growler. Crowler, basically, with a C, growler is they take about a quart, uh, it's just one can, and they have like a, a sealant, basically a sealant for the can. They put the top on. It looks like a reverse can opener where it seals the can up, and they uh, they write the what you bought, uh, the date it was canned. And the ABV, and they uh, slap it on there, and they give it to you. You just walk right out with it. Uh, a growler is usually 32 ounces or 64. Thank God that floor log got changed. We couldn't have 64. That's a whole different episode. Uh, but <laughs> I could go on for hours about that. Can't buy Fodies, though. You know. mm. Still can in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, usually glass. Uh, and there are some metal ones now. They that make you, some aluminum ones. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. Some, seen them steel. But uh, you bring usually it's uh, branded by the brewery. You, you can bring in your own too. Most most breweries don't care. You just bring it in, and then they uh, they'll fill it for you with whatever you want. You have, you pay for it. You just walk right out with it. You cannot consume it on property. You cannot consume it on property. You get in trouble when you do that. Oh, see, because I would want to do like a keg stand on like one of those, yeah. but just somehow fit on top of that. <laughs> just I don't know, maybe one on each hand. That might be fun. Yeah, but uh, circling back, the beer is pretty good. Um, I drink it. That'd be a nice little daily. That's the best. That's I the, would drink. That's it. the best <laughs> slogan. I drink. Imagine it. a thumbs up symbol right yes. next to Ding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Peter? Or what did you drink? I drank uh, McSwagger's own Amber Ale. This is made by the same brewery, right? mm-hmm. isn't it? Okay, yeah. out of Winter Garden. So, yeah, it's not. Uh, I don't know. I find some Amber Ales kind of have that overly hoppy taste. Not like like they're trying to be an IPA. So I'll shy away from some of them, but this mm. one, this one's drinkable. It's it's nice and smooth, and and it's uh, it's got a little bit of a malty flavor to it, a little sweet. But yeah, it's your standard amber ale. It's good to drink on a nice hot day, or mm. in you know a house that's being set to seventy degrees. Either way works. So <laughs> I'll drink it. And seventy degrees in Florida, for those who aren't here, is cold. I mean, Floridians put on jackets at sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, that's well. You know, my wife will set the temperature to seventy and then be like under a blanket. Can you hear me the blanket? No, but I can shut the AC off. I mean, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it is relevant. Though. It is relevant, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a tasty beer we just had there, Jim. Oh yeah, yeah, I love IPAs. IPAs are probably my favorite style of all time so far. 
we'll see if that changes in the upcoming uh, upcoming times. Yeah, IPAs are good. I think they've been overworked a little bit, but that's mm. my personal opinion. I know Irish Giant hates them with just a just the passion that only he could have, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 odd how how his hatred works for that way, but but he'll still drink them uh, for the most part because I guess once he's opened a beer, he can't he can't not finish it. No. So this next hit we're going to listen to, this is uh, off of Spooky Time Adventure Club, one of my favorite titled episodes. This is episode 19. It's our Halloween edition, and we do a lot of fun stuff on that episode, so please check it out. Haha, plug, plug. Mm -hmm. But this is uh, Hershey's Chocolate Porter from Yingling, I believe Irish Giant. No, actually, I think think we all found it separately, if I remember correctly. We all did, because I know he may have mentioned it uh, first, uh, but... I mean, I've been drinking Yingling for a while, and uh, I, I was definitely looking forward to it because I had seen it, so I definitely wanted to try it for sure. All right, so we're going to cue the, the spooky Halloween music because it was a Halloween episode, and here you go. Hope you guys enjoy it. Spooky scary. <laughs> Keeping with the Halloween theme, we have a, 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 a trick-or-treat, a kind of a sweet treat, I guess, if you want to call it that. We have Yingling's Hershey Porter beer. So I think uh, I think we actually all found this individually. This came out relatively recently within the last month. Um, Isn't mm-hmm. the lo- local uh, beer and grocery store? I saw it. I kind of was like, eh, I don't know. I was kind of questionable at first, but it's like yeah, it's, it's Halloween. A sweet beer yeah. might be kind of fun to try. Plus, I've never been really, I've never been overly disappointed with the Yingling product. Ooh. So give it a shot. I like a lot of the stuff I've tried from them. Yeah, I've never had a Yingling I didn't like. Agreed. Yeah, and they are one of the, or the oldest American brewery, right? That's true. Yes. The oldest. Independent still, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Not owned by MBEV or, <laughs> or uh, Constellation. Or, yeah, yeah. So, Jim, you want to talk us, to us about Yingling? Anything you want to mention about it? Sure. Uh, What's well, the first time that these, because uh, you mentioned it is a Hershey's chocolate pour. This is the first time that I've really heard of Hershey's collaborating with any beer people with to make a, a drink. There may be other ones if Irish Art wants to look that up for me. Uh, I'm but, on it. And they're both from Pennsylvania. So these pots fill, of course, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I don't know how far they are from away from each other, but it doesn't really matter anymore because you can... It's not, not big of a state, so... Yeah. yeah. Pennsylvania is fairly large. It's a fairly large state. Not compared, well, not as big as Florida is, but... Basically, chocolate porter. Porter is usually on the darker side anyway. It's not quite as dark as or robust as a stout is, but it usually it comes with a, a, a darker caramel color to maybe almost black. Uh, this one rates in ABV-wise alcohol per volume as 4.7. The IBUs are barely registering uh, on from what I'm seeing through reviews. It may be a little bit of bitterness on the chocolate because that's what, normally what you get with chocolate beers. Yeah, I'd hope that's a bitterness from the chocolate, just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, porters aren't usually. I mean, there's some maybe coffee porters that have a bitterness to them because of the coffee, but you're not going to get any hops at all. On at least you shouldn't get any hops at all on this. This is mostly all roasted uh, barley and malt. Yeah. Now I typically steer clear porters because I find them for my palate they're a little. There's not that the bitterness to balance it, so it's a little. I find them usually a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a stout, I don't necessarily get that same. There, there's a little more bitterness and a little more thickness to it, I guess. But uh, 
I'm, I'm excited to try it. Mm. So, so here's just a little, a little tidbit. So uh, this is actually the second year that this has been produced. Apparently last year, uh, last October, the Porter was only available on draft in select States where Yingling was distributed. And apparently it was so popular that they decided to release it a little bit more. So I guess Yingling apparently is only available in 22 states, so it is now being released in all 22 states where Yingling is distributed. Hmm. That eastern seaboard, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I never realized that that Yingling wasn't like everywhere, so that's that's interesting. Well, it still yeah, is I'm... one East Coast brewery. I don't, I don't know if they have any other breweries elsewhere in the United States. I would thought they'd be in something like uh, Sierra Nevada where they have, you know, the West Coast for you know their their side and then they they come into the you know Asheville, North Carolina or something like that. And so spread across the nation. That's why I imagine them, but I guess I guess I'm hearing that's not the case. Interesting to see it also because again I never heard I this is the first year I've ever seen it before. So I was like, yeah, you know what, Hershey's Union. I I like both those things. So I pick it up and <laughs> give it a shot. I like Hershey's. I like beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well it's got a nice, really nice dark color to it. Yeah, it, it does look it looks very stout like I will say it's definitely got, but again, that's what you're going to get with a, a porter is naturally dark anyway, but uh, you're definitely with the Hershey's you're going to get it. It looks like, it looks like motor oil with better, <laughs> with different consistency. You need to change your motor oil, motor oil. Mm. Oh, wow. That nose. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of chocolate on the nose. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just, to me, I get the Hershey's syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Hershey's syrup. Yeah, like making a milkshake. Yep. Oh, actually, you know what? I bet this would make a badass milkshake. Yeah. I would, beer, I would make a milkshake shake. out of this. Yeah, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, cheers. Slantia. Look how you. Man, that's that's Hershey's all the way. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it more in the mouth than the nose, the syrup. At least I do. I get more chocolate in the nose. I'm getting... A little bit of that bitterness on the sides of my mouth on this one. Yeah, yeah, a tiny bit. But definitely, that you definitely get the sweet, the sweetness on your part on your tongue is definitely going to get activated the most on this. Well, I mean, it tastes to me, it tastes like a Hershey's candy bar. It's like sweet with with the bitters. I mean, that's the only way I can really describe it. You know, I mean, minus the milk chocolate, but well, good job, Yingling and Hershey. That's that's spot yeah, on. Yeah, I like that. And if it's not like too too sweet. No, not at all. It's balanced. It's it's well balanced. I think you know because a lot of porters you get it's like it's like you said it's like motor oil and you get like some of them have too much of like that coffee taste to it and it's just you know I don't get anything like that from this so it's just the right amount of, of roasted uh, roasted kind of flavor that I'm getting. Yeah, no, you're you're right. It's it's very I'm surprisingly well balanced. You know, like I think they must have spent a lot of time getting that that formula down. Yeah. Yeah, it's got the it's got the malt taste still comes through a little bit through the chocolate. I don't think the chocolate takes away from the malt flavor. Um, I think it works well. I think the, the the two of them work well together. Yeah, you still know you're drinking a beer even with yeah, the Hershey's exactly. taste. Yeah, I definitely say that Yingling and Hershey did very well on this one because there's there's a few chocolate porters to me that are just too they go for the candy effect and I'm like, artificial. I want, yeah, I don't want that. I would say well done, Yingling and Hershey's, you guys. Knocked out the park. You know what I can picture? I can picture like like fucking White Claw teaming up with Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> uh, you never know. Uh, you never know. Happy Halloween. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah, right. That's a, yeah. Give that give that out to the neighborhood kids. Well, I thought it was Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
or starburst or something well yeah. starburst i've now i've made my own starburst uh vodka sorry starburst jelly bean vodka um i've made my own of that before that was pretty disgusting but I mean, if if it was done properly if it was done commercially you know just like pinnacle how they've got swedish fish and salted caramel and they've got all these different candy flavors but yeah doing it at home did, did not come out too well and that would be pinnacle vodka yeah, not not a bourbon. Yes, Pinnacle Vodka. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, did I say bourbon? No, you didn't. I was just clarifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pinnacle Vodka, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there is a trend in bourbon where they are, uh, because there's not enough bourbon <laughs> in the world, and good bourbon, they're having to get creative, you know, with... Uh, yep. Apparently, the, the peach bourbon... Uh, it's supposed to be stellar. I've not had any. I don't. I can't imagine it being good. Bird, I, I've I, heard. Uh, I know well, friends that drink bird dog peach whiskey that they. Drink. I've seen that. I've never tried that. But uh, well, your 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 wife there, uh, Gregory Scott there, she likes the Soco, and uh, that's pretty strong in the peach flavor. I mean, for me, Soco just to sit there and drink, it's too it's it's too artificially sweet. But I think if you took the peach and you blended it with the whiskey and as long as it wasn't too cloyingly sweet i think that would actually be kind of nice so yeah i would be i would definitely be down to try that <laughs> i mean it's yeah. so cold years it's been it's been a hot minute yeah from what i'm seeing this beer gets the 3.5 out of five stars i think it's maybe a little unfair i mean well you know but you know craft beer people aren't going to be like well you know yingling i don't consider that a craft beer Pushes up glasses on those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. It's not. It's quasi craft. I mean, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good fall beer. It's a good fall beer. It's it's a good dessert beer. You know, you had this would go well with like a nice tart raspberry sorbet. I can see I that. I think you know, or something that that's got like raspberry jam in it, like a, maybe a jammy dodger or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, I think that would be that would be kind of nice. Yeah, it'd be a good, yeah, it'd be the good pairing for this, definitely. Or even a cigar. I can see, I can see. see oh, nice Maduro cigar with the Maduro with this would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I second that or third that. Well, uh, any closing thoughts before we we move on? Pick it up if you can find it. It's not on draft. I think it's only in bottles. But yeah, definitely give it a shot. It's definitely worth well, it. Well, I mean, it's only on bottles like when it's being distributed. But I would think that if they offered it on draft last year, they would they would offer it on draft this year as well, I would think. Mm. I would not think that because there's not a lot of draft beer going on right now just because bars are still restricted in, in occupancy. So I would be surprised if it's on draft. Yeah, from what I'm seeing on rate beer, it's not saying it's availability. It's saying available bottled, unknown on tap is what it's saying. Oh, yeah, I forgot, you know, COVID and all that shit. Well, everyone, I hope you had a spooky good time listening to that clip. I know I did. Oh, yeah. Maybe the clip upcoming, that's going to be spooky scary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this next, this next clip here is uh, it's a little special. It's a little extra. Uh, it is our intern who did one show with us. Uh, it's not currently actually published. Nope. Because, because reasons. Yeah, we 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 took him out and beat him after this episode, and we made him uh, lay on top of a tree or next to a tree because we were just sick of uh, his antics. Yeah. So if you've if you've seen Office Space, which you haven't, yeah, really shame on you. You really mm -hmm. need to watch it. So it wasn't quite the printer scene from Office Space, yeah. but. Not too Close. far afterwards. Yeah. He was pretty unconscious by the time we got through with him. 
this is due to popular demand. I've had several uh, requests to air the intern episode. So here's a sneak peek and hope you guys enjoy. Oh, before we go into it, Jim, what beer did we actually have? This <laughs> uh, we had, and I'm sorry we, we had to put this one away because this is a good beer. It's a good summertime beer. It's called Key Billy. Now, this is from Brew Hub, the one I mentioned a few episodes back. Uh, it's out of Lakeland. They brew a bunch of different beers there. This is straight from there. It's an ale that has a key lime kind of finish to it. It's very light, very drinkable, very crushable over the summertime, especially here in Florida. So uh, I'm glad this is a single light of day so we can uh, tell you about that. All right, cue the fancy music, and here we go. We're going to drink some beer now. Uh, what do we got, Jim? All right, this is Key Billy. This is out of Brew Hub, which is very close by Lakeland. Uh, it's a pretty big facility out there. They brew a bunch of beers. They brew a couple IPAs. I think Orange Blossom Pilsner is now oh. brewed out of there. So, yeah, it's, it's just a light ale, and it's got lime juice, so it's going to be on a little bit tart. should be a little bit tart. Right. Not yeah. a very, not a very high ABV. Cheers. Give it a shot Look here. After I drink that, all I wanted to say was, "Oh Billy." I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> oh Billy. You know what? It's not as uh, as tart as I thought it was going to be. It is that's pretty good. good. Like it's smooth. Too. Oh yeah, on the back end there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that. It gets a nice tang at the end, you know. Yeah. Tang. It's it's like, bam. You definitely get the lime there at the end. Yeah, not it's not like front though. It's like QS Boomerang. Apparently, Key Billy means one who embraces the laid back lifestyle of the Florida Keys. Fuck yeah. So I mean, he's, he's, Billy yeah. When he's in the Keys. I guess Billy, so. Key Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while. Yep, it's just a hint of world renowned key lime juice. Actually, yeah. I have more key lime so juice. So, I have a question. Do you guys, where's the best place in Florida to get key lime pie? In, in virtue of Key Billy. My, so, you know, like, if you, you get Key Billy and you want a key lime pie, where the fuck do you go? I mean, where the There are a lot of local spots. I know there's a lot of local restaurants that do a good key lime pie. I'd have to look. I don't know off the top of my head. Other than Cheesecake Factory. You know, I mean, which key, is dumb. Key but. lime pie is going to be, it's going to be your sweetened condensed milk, key lime juice, egg yolks. That's basically it. And then... After I mean, that, I like, you just those are your three basic basic ingredients. But know? I like that extra. I like when I'm eating a key lime pie. I like the like it makes my face pucker. Yeah. I so I mean, it's, it's just a very. There's a taco shop that puts a key lime pie in a. I don't know. It's like a pan. I don't know mm. where this is. It's in Orlando. I've had it in the last five years, and it is like the best key lime pie I've ever had. And Re- it's not in key lime. Research that. Get that. Get I back will to definitely us. do that. Because it was the best. It's like in now a little, I do in want a little key lime pie, pie though. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I wish I had a spot yeah. to give you, but yeah, just look locally in Orlando. I'm sure there's there's gotta be one that says this is our specialty dessert. So Publix key lime pie doesn't count, no, dude. That it's Publix fun. key lime pie. Sure does. My mom, it, like literally, she lives in Utah and she she believes she's she's like the Justin believer of the key lime pie of Publix, and that right there, like I like Edwards Gourmet for frozen. Pre-made pie, it's not bad, but I mean... Well, this was 5.4 ABV, so it's a little bit harder than I thought. Yeah, it definitely hits hard. <laughs> well, compared <laughs> to the White Claw, yeah. Hey, White Claw's 5%. You know, it in is, Utah, White Claw is the shit. Oh, yeah, we know? should we should mention that our intern is from Utah, so there's yeah, going to be well, a lot of Utah, Utah references. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Stormin' Mormon, what can I say? <laughs> That, that's a great handle. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know you guys are, had some other app, you know, other names. I'm the Stormin Mormon. That works. There you go. Okay, Stormin Mormon. Right. Hashtag. Welcome. Some people you grow beards for wisdom, and like you got to think about that for a second. Like they put serum and they grow their beards for wisdom. Like a Fu Manchu. 
Dude, Fu Manchu um, is the shit. That, uh, that movie that Star Trek, they're, they're talking about the beards around the poker table and they make that yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, I'm like, you know what, Crusher? Take your opinion. Throw it on the airlock. I don't think I like you anymore. Mm-mm. You're talking about beards trying to hide something. What are you talking about? Crazy redhead. Mm-mm. The reality <laughs> is, can beards actually hide stuff? Yeah. You can you actually stuff in speak the beard. behind your beard and like say magical words and not actually like say what you're saying? If you had enough overgrowth to where you could. So does see the Fu Manchu actually like bring you in? No, I don't think so. No. But it still looks badass. It does. Yeah. Look I just picture all I, I really want a Fu Manchu. Dude. You're, you're thinking about Pai Mei from from uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Or Crouch yeah. Tiger Dragon, just like you know, walking on treetops. Yeah. Something Matrixy. I like the Matrix. Matrixy. If oh, you could Matrix. learn, would you learn through the Matrix? That's Heck the yeah. question. Absolutely. Yeah, who would not but would you really actually like it, though? Well, it's only Is knowledge? It. Are you kidding me? Well, but here's it the thing. It could be dangerous, though. Here's the thing, though. So you learn Kung Fu, but you don't actually learn Use Kung it. Fu. No, no, no. You don't learn it. You just know it. You don't actually learn it. You it's, know it. It's like, yeah, you, conceptually yeah. you understand it, but you don't put it into saying. practical use. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, you have to go around and just, like, kick so and like, punch people's ass. So, like, you do, like, this, what do they call it? The hammer fist or whatever? You're doing that, and you've never done it before, but you've done it before. And then you're like, does it really actually matter that you've done it before? I think if you got the knowledge and then you applied it practically, yes, that would count. But if but like, like if you just used, kept it locked in your mind and never, ever used but it, what then... what about muscle memory? Like, you've never done it before. Well, then you do it, and then you learn it. You just, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you're in medical school and you learn conceptually how to perform a surgery. You know how to perform a surgery, and then you go and actually do it. You know, it's just... I guess. I would imagine it would be something similar. Like that. Just compressed different. into... I guess. You know. But, like, I thought about that a lot. Like, do do students actually learn shit by, like, doing it, or do they learn it by incep- inception? Everyone's different, so... I know. Yeah, deep for the new fun. year on this one. That's yeah. what <laughs> well, the storm... I mean, if you're talking about constructionist learning, then... <laughs> well, you know, you know, that's <laughs> just... Put my imaginary glasses Hold on, I need, <laughs> I need another key. The intern from Utah has valid questions. <laughs> I need more key, Billy. This is more for the, the fourth B, the silent B. Yeah, yeah this is definitely... Well, we'll just hire him to have him come up with questions, and then just, yeah. shoot, just email Dude, I literally it. bought a deck of questions. Do you guys want to see the deck of questions? Not right Literally yeah. This is it. your dick, correct? No, no, no. Your it's deke. not my dick. I literally bought a, di- I literally bought a deck of questions. Oh, I've got also. something like that over there. Yeah, like, over like, there. Like, check this out. I'm going to throw in for you, Peter. There's no Peter here. Hyper, no, yeah, hyper-theoretical. I mean, hyper hyper-theoretical, <laughs> Peter. Ghostbusters reference there? Eh? Oh, there is no so, just only Zool. Yeah, mm. there is no whatever. Dana. Dana, Dana only Zool. Wait, you did you guys see the new trailer? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Like, 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 check this out, dude. These well, are some good questions. I want you inside me, human sub-creature. <laughs> A collection of questions for deeper discussion. Let, let, let's wait till later on when you and I are on the same wavelength and we'll, okay. we'll have some good conversations. Actually, that does sound Fair interesting. Anyway. Yeah, Key Bill, yeah, great. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Key Bill. <laughs> so, any, any last thoughts on this? Anyone? It's sweeter than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be just... it's not too sweet. No, yeah, it's, it's not, not too, too tart either. I thought it was just going to be like, you know... This really sold, when I worked in the industry, this really sold during the summer, yes. summer months. Yeah, this is something you so want to do a lot of Compared to a white claw, it was delicious. Oh, God. But it wasn't quite on the same wavelength. No. Mm. no For the not. white claw, you need that there, taste? I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> that's, that, that's a fair... Like, like, okay, like here's what I'm comparing it to. Ruby grapefruit versus QS... What is it? QS Billy. Key Billy. Actually, I wonder how it would taste if you kind of put the two citruses together. Like a little bit of the grapefruit with this. That would be good. Yeah. Dude, we should make a new drink. 
called the QS Boomerang. The QS Billy. And you just put something as a sidecar on, you know. Yeah. Your sidecar of, of White Claw. Of White Claw. The White Claw sidecar. Say that And then give it a beard. And then give it a beard. Nice. Yeah, definitely better than the other uh, other lime beers that... Uh, That's the same. one that you put lime into. Dude, Bud Light oh. Lime oh. is not I won't good. mention the name. Oh, I Bud Light. like Bud Light, Bud Light Lime. Well, this it's is like, that one's okay. I mean... But I'm talking about the other one where you put the lime in the, in the neck yeah. of the beer and then you turn it over. It starts with a C and it rhymes with Mermona. Cronin! Yes! <laughs> Cronin Mermona, yeah. yeah. It's a, with Mermona. They have a beer, an IPA in Utah. It's called the Lime Something Rather. It's actually pretty good. Like, if you ever go to Utah, there is an IPA there that has lime in it that's like a Corona, and it's actually pretty good. So if you're ever out in Utah, you should try that out. Yeah, just walk into a bar and say, I want the lime one, and they'll know yeah, exactly it's, what it's you're talking about. Yeah, it's called a lime pilsner. It's a lime pilsner. Well, you pilsner. can. I went to uh, the one that has the polygamy quarter. Oh, dude, that is good shit. Yeah, because yeah. So they, they, they had a bar in the, in the airport. I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to be sitting until my flight. Yeah. Did you get I a, got a 25-minute layover. Did you get a polygamist? It was more than that. It was like an hour. It was like an hour or something. So yeah, That's good enough for a beer, That's how I missed the one flight of my life was because I was at a bar. And they switch gates on me, and I was oh. slightly drunk. Not, yeah, not yeah, in Utah. They'll get, get you. Dude, Polygamy Porter is the best in Utah. Like, honestly. But Blind Pilsner is the best. Well, now that they lifted that, that alcohol cap that was there, I'm sure Dude, we literally had 3.2% in Utah, and you had to drink 10 beers to get fucking drunk. Or drunk, sorry. And uh, to be honest, like, that was... That was like prohibition to us. It, it, yeah, it sounds like it to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't you still to... work. You had to work harder to get there, but you still yeah. Know was to dude, get I had to drink three beers to get drunk. So oh wait, so here's that doesn't sound good. Wait, what? But can you get? Do they have like bourbon or whiskey? Or dude, alcohol? my favorite place is Bourbon House, and they have a shiz ton of bourbon there. So why don't you get like a sidecar of like you know Jameson? Oh, I whiskey. would love to, but guess what? You when know. you have a shot of liquor in Utah, you can have one at a time. So, so not only do they have like an alcohol ban, like prohibition, but they have this thing called the Zion Curtain, and like the <laughs> Zion the, Curtain, the Zion Curtain, like okay. literally what it is is you have to sit behind this curtain and pour alcohol. Because it is the most weird thing I've ever seen. So, like as a bartender, you have to go behind this curtain and pour, and pour your shiz. That is really weird. That's yeah. so random, dude. And it's all because Mormons. I'm I'm gonna be I'm a Mormon, so you know, like I'm you speaking of this. myself. Yep. Yeah, they cannot resist the temptation of alcohol. Mm. So what? So they oh, put so out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Is that well, that's what the underwear is for, also. Exactly. So you don't. So have you know, like, to, as yeah. I sit back and I think about it, it's like, dude, they cannot resist temptation because well, they, they, yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, they hide human. it behind stuff, and they're like, dude. But you still know. know it's there. I yeah, mean. it's there. Yeah, but like kids are like, oh, like they're pouring like a little. It's like the beaded curtain in the, uh, the the video store back when you were a kid, <laughs> dude. <laughs> seriously, yeah, it's like What's it's like there? that just Boom, makes you want to go, go more. Cosmopolitan, it's a dark place. Yeah, so it's a dark don't go there. Don't only. Yeah. So as an as as an oppressed Mormon dude, I totally had my first vodka when I was thirty two years old, and it is weird because vodka changed my life. <laughs> Into the tailspin dumpster fire, dude. I grew a beard and I had vodka, and it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. And now we got Rick and Morty, and there you go. Rick dude, and Morty. I'm Rick. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was the infamous, infamous 
episode with the intern. So we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you might have hated it. I don't know. <laughs> Is he alive? Is he dead? We don't know. We don't know. Do we care? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Put on a plane. Get out of here, guy. (laughs) Next up, I believe we have uh, Hennepin from Amagang. Hennepin Saison from Amagang. Yep. Not to be confused with the session beer. This is a session. Saison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yep. This is episode 20. I want to believe in Mulder's beer and bourbon. Uh, My third favorite episode title no it's probably like my i don't know 20th favorite episode title well you're a big x-files fan you know i wasn't as big into x-files as as a lot of people were i mean i know the characters but i just never really got into it yeah i was really big into it both movies uh really good sci-fi i mean just like if you like monster of the week episodes right this is one of the the classic series don't you mean alien of the week oh Mm -hmm. thank you for the correction you're welcome i don't know I'm correcting you on X Files. <laughs> Show that I—that's just sort of was into. That's <laughs> all good. All right, so I want to believe in a good beer. We're gonna play some music, and here we go. <laughs> oh right, we're gonna celebrate with the beer now. I always want to say Ermagerd when I when I read this. So this is Amagang. They are from Cooperston, North New Carolina. York. New York. Yep. Not North Carolina, New York. And I don't know, Jim, what do we, what do we got here today? Well, uh, Hennepin is a, considered a farmhouse ale, a Saison. Uh, we've, I think we've done Saisons before, maybe one or two of them previously on the show. Maybe? Uh, I don't recall. I think we did one. I think Irish Giant suggested one. I can't remember the one that... It was, you have to go back and listen to the show. It, but it, go back and listen to the shows and tell us what we, write us back and tell us what we tried. But it's a House Ale, uh, ABV 7.7%. Did pretty well on Beer Advocate. It's got a 93. Usually averages about a 4.2 rating wise. Uh, gets, that's brewed year round. Uh, even though the style originally Farmhouse was, uh, they uh, basically they, fermented it during i believe the summer season and and mostly in the farmhouses and then they drank it after after it was ready they drank it while they were kind of moving into the winter months to to get the livestock ready and all that all that good stuff that's basically what farmhouse comes from which is brood brood and farms back so i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on the spot here so it's a farmhouse you just gave us what that description is what makes it a session or saison Saison usually, uh, it's I think it's the reason the region it comes from in Europe. I believe I have to look that up again because it's been so long since I went through this. <laughs> the the classes. I think that's the region. It doesn't have anything to do with the wheat or what it's brewed from. I believe. Yeah, so I always get uh, in a note. It's just because the letters are so similar. Se- uh, session beer and a session. Session. Yeah, session is is a style because session is uh reduced abv like if you see a session in front of like an ipa it's usually going to be in the four percentage range because it's more for day drinking it's more because you can drink more of them and not the effect that's what session is it's yeah saison and session are completely different things fair enough yeah i would say seven percent seven point seven percent during the day would uh knock in yeah. socks pretty it'll, quick. it'll catch up and it's and it's odd because it's a very light style of beer it's a little on the sour side but but usually lighter beers don't have that kind of ABV, but this one does. So, well, let's uh, let's take a gander. Let's look at it. Give it a sniff. Give it a taste. 
and you're right it's it's super light i mean it looks like uh mm-hmm. i don't know like, like an amber like, ale yeah like hefeweizen or something i don't know yeah it is very it is very light it's got a really nice nose a little sour mm-hmm. a little yeasty yep definitely the yeast well the yeast helps give it the sour that's what the yeast the yeah. comes in to help with that flavoring it's got a really nice carbonation <clears throat> yeah good mouth feel basically when i say what I mean by that, it hits the sides of your mouth, not the not just the tongue. Yeah, it's a little 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 yeah, fruity. Sure. I get a little bit of fruit off of that. Yeah, some definitely some orange. A bit of yeah, orange, it's, some ginger. It does say it has spices in it of some sort. It doesn't taste high octane at all. So what, seven seven percent, seven eight percent, something like that. Oh, almost seven point seven. Okay. Twenty four IBUs, so you know I can handle it. Yeah, the Irish Giant is not not an IBU fan. So, but it's not so sour that it it takes you out of it. Yeah, some people don't like sours. Are you a sour guy, Irish Giant? I can't remember if you like like the no, real sour. I hate sours. Ugh. So you hate bitters and okay. sours. Yeah, I think I'd rather have a uh, an IPA than anything sour. It just it's just really uh-uh. okay. Yeah, I and mean, it's weird. I just I just don't like it. Anything that makes my mouth pucker is just no. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> Get that man a seltzer. Mm, white claw. Yeah, it's, it's a, just an easy. It's again good for Florida weather because it's usually hotter down here than anywhere else. Even though it's kind of cold at the moment, but uh, again, yeah, it's good for. But again, that's why they brew it so they can enjoy it during kind of the hotter of the year. But uh, yeah, definitely, it's uh, yeah not too sour, uh, light but not too heavy. So it's a good. It's a good starter saison if you want to start into sours and farmhouses this is where you want to start yeah that makes sense i'd say it's probably good a good introduction to the uh to the style yeah definitely because you see a lot of a lot of independent beers use the farmhouse label and sours the sour label so it's definitely good to find out kind of a, uh, a middle of the road type of beer that doesn't stray too far into one aspect of it because some of them will go, go really heavy on the sour taste and you will you you will immediately pucker up when you try it. But yeah, this one doesn't have that. All right. Any any closing thoughts, uh, Irish Giant? No, yeah, I like it. It's, it's light. It's fruity. I could drink this one year round. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, when it's cold out. Although the spices kind of make me think of the uh, you know this time of year. Mm. Not like mulling spice or anything. But yeah, it's it's a good beer. I could drink this pretty much any time. I think. And it doesn't and it doesn't drink like you're saying. It doesn't drink like it's almost you know eight percent. Um, it's it's pretty light, and I, and I like that. Cool. Yeah, I'll second that. I would uh, I would drink that pretty much any time. No uh, no no hesitation or qualms. It's a real nice beer. Yeah, yeah. I think Oma Gang does a good job with pretty much all the beers that they brew, and this one's no exception because it is year round, so it's one of their staples. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the the Alien Adventure time we had there with Hennepin's uh, session. Whoo. It's a, it's a tasty, tasty beer. We highly recommend it. I guess all the most all the beers we have are really good. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had a bad beer, really. I mean, we've had some definitely some interesting adventures with it, as you just heard through the previous clips. But we've never had a beer where we where it's just like we wouldn't recommend that. We wouldn't we wouldn't ask you to buy that. So so I think we've been I think we've been uh, we've been good with it. Yeah, that's the fun with craft beer. Most of it's awesome. Every once in a while, you get one that tastes like onions, which uh, is not so good. (laughs) 
All right, everyone. We hope you enjoyed our uh, year in review, the, the the beers in review, a year of beers. Year, year of beers. Yeah. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we have fun doing this. We like getting your feedback. So we, we do have the social medias. We are on the Facebook. We do have uh, some kind of Twitter thing. What's our, what our handle there, Jim? The Twitter thing is uh, at Bourbon Beards, all one word on Twitter. Just go to Twitter, type that in with the ad symbol in front of it, and you will find us. Primarily me, because that's the one I'm the one who does the the Twitter uh, the Twitter stuff. The Twitter the Twitterverse, as you like to say. Yeah, Jim Jim is in charge of the Twitterverse for us. So if you if you like interacting, you like his voice, you like his personality, go go check him out. Uh, we we all look at it and, and then make comments behind your back. No, I'm not gonna say that. Oh, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some random uh, space cowboy Clint Eastwood will come in with a snarky comment. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. We do also have the email system. So you can email us at hosts at bbbpodcast.net. We also have the website. We do have the website also named bbbpodcast.net, similar to the, the email there. Yep. Because that's where it goes to that website. Yep. And you can listen to us. If you're not liking how you're listening to us already, we are on all the available medias. So we have, you know, Apple Podcasts, Alexa, uh, Google, Spotify, you name it, we're on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just tell your uh, smart device, whether it be Alexa, whether it be Google, to play beards, brews, and bourbons. And it should do that for you. If it doesn't, throw it out the window, not at anybody in particular, just throw it out. Yeah. Upgrade your system, throw it in the trash. 2020. 2021. That's what we're looking forward that's towards. Right. Looking for the new year. This is your host, Greg Scott. And with me, I've got my two good friends. Jay Beaverton. And the Irish Giant. Oh, 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 oh,